Fortyinbox.com here where we help you master your money. So this person says, should I refinance my student loans? I have both private and government student loans. I consolidated my original private loans when I graduated in 2012, and my credit score at the time wasn't stellar. My parents are co-signers, and as of now, I have never been in anything but good standing on my loan payments. I continue to pay towards my government loans through 2020 and 2021, and I have just under an excellent credit score. Had to put something on my credit card and has dropped my score slightly till I can pay it back down. What I am wondering is, should I refinance my private loans or my private and government loans together, or should I wait to refinance and keep my government loans as is for now and see if any changes are made, re federal student loan debt. Any advice or knowledge would be welcome. I'm afraid I'll make a choice that will screw me over in the long run since I have a very basic knowledge about personal finances. Edit, I am also on an income-based repayment plan for my government loans and recently started working for a government agency, so I believe I am eligible for the 10-year payoff plan. I would just need to sign up for it, I believe. So, here's the thing. The problem with federal student loans, they will never disappear when it comes to bankruptcy, right? Private student loans, you have more of a chance of being able to do something about that. But government student loans, you can't get rid of that from bankruptcy at all, right? And obviously... No one wants you to get into bankruptcy, but I'm just saying you don't really get an out out of that, right? Now, the whole thing with the credit score, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, you could technically refinance this, and basically, if you were to get a lower interest rate, it'd probably be not that bad of an idea to do it. Like, if it's like a dramatic interest rate drop, like let's say you have like an interest rate of like 5 or 6% right now, and you're able to drop it down to like, 1.5 to 2%, I'd probably do that, but I would still be paying a lot of money towards it every single month. Like I'd be putting almost everything I can towards it to pay it off, right? Now, here's the thing, you know, I'm going to give this person, you know, a fair shake because obviously they have a very basic knowledge about personal finances, but I don't like the idea that this person kind of like believes that this is even an option where if you haven't heard and you're listening to this, there's a thing called, you know, a you know student loan repayment plan through the government where you basically work for like, you know, kind of like impoverished areas or like basically you'd be making less money to work in an area for 10 years and that they will guarantee that your student loans will be paid off by the 10 years. Right at the end, like at the end of it, right? That they'll end up paying it off. We're basically saying like they're good because you served in this community. The thing is, there's been like hundreds of thousands of people that applied it, that dotted their I's, crossed their T's every single month, made every single payment on time, did all of their paperwork, and I think only like two thousand people out of like hundreds of thousands actually been approved for it after the 10 years, which means that basically the federal government scammed 
all these people that spent ten years working for them for less pay, and they still owe the government money, right? So here's the thing: it'd probably be better to end up working in more of like the private industry to make a lot more money, so that you could actually put way more money towards your debt, pay that off. I don't know how much, but probably within like four to six years, because you're really hammering it down, and so you're debt free. You're making more money. You are able to build like a down payment for a home, and you feel awesome at that point. You have freedom at that point instead of being stuck in an area for ten years, not being able to escape. Right? By agreeing to do something like the whole government、uh, student loan forgiveness thing, you are. Basically, a slave to the government. You're basically forcing yourself to be losing your freedom to serve the government, right? For less money, for less benefits, for less chances of you to have like leeway in your life. Like you have less freedom by doing this. And this is like a this is a sad and kind of like scary situation because. There's a lot of people that go down this route because they believe that the government, what the government's telling them, is true, that they're going to forgive their loans. But it's not a guaranteed thing, even though they might say it. The results show for itself that there's been so many denials, like a 99.9% denial rate. Like it's crazy, and so. This is kind of like a situation where, like, let's say that you know, this government、uh, government position might be only paying them, let's just say, like forty thousand dollars after taxes per year, right? Well, if they were to work in like the private sector, doing exactly the same kind of job, they might be making like eighty thousand dollars after taxes per year, right? So I'd rather be working the eighty thousand dollar after taxes per year job, hammer that money towards the student loan debt. Pay that off very quickly, and like then live a life, right? Then like go maybe do a different job if I really want to. Maybe go start a business. Maybe go do something else, right? By going down this route, this individual is basically limiting their life. They are basically willing to pretty much chop off their toes and give it to the government to hold on to for ten years, right? Like who wants to who wants to do that, right? Like who wants to do that, or who wants to be putting a boot on your own car to prevent you from driving anywhere? Like who wants to do that to themselves? That being said, I understand why they think that, but pretty much the best advice in this kind of、like、situation, or at least what I would do in this situation, would be if I could get a dramatically lower、uh, interest rate, I would. Do a like a refinancing kind of situation, but I would still pay it off as fast as I can, right? The only thing is, this is probably going to take a while because this is student loans, and typically there's a lot. There's when it comes down to student loans, I think the average is like forty to sixty thousand dollars of student loans. Like that's the average. But there's people with like a hundred thousand dollars of student loans for like an English degree. Right, so it's like a lot of people are like in a financial situation that is honestly very depressing because of the student loans. So it's probably going to take them a while, depending on how much they're making, right, and how much they're willing to cut. And the thing is, 
if you're in this situation, you need to really go after that student loan and beat it down. You need to smack it down into the ground until it basically goes away so that you never see it ever again. Because the amount of money that you could be spending, well, that you're spending on student loans, that you could be investing for your future or be putting towards a down payment for a house could dramatically change your life, right? Like if you no longer had like, let's say like one or $2,000 per month going to student loans, you would literally almost guarantee yourself being a millionaire, splitting that amount between, you know, house payments and index funds. Like that's how crazy that is, right? So a government, like, like, a student loan can literally prevent people from becoming millionaires because of the loss of cash flow in your life, which is crazy when you really think about it, right? Because I believe that the numbers are if you were to invest, I think, $500 at minimum per month that had like an annual return of, a, think about like 7 to 12% around there. By the time that you reach like 60 or 65 and you started at like around like 21 or something, you would have like over like $2 million or something like that. And that's using a small amount of $400 per month, right? So you can imagine they're like, hey, like if I like use like a car payment towards investing, I could become a millionaire. If I could put like a student loan payment to an investing, I could become a millionaire. If I could put even like a credit card monthly statement, like a credit card monthly bill towards investing, I could probably become a millionaire. Like that's how crazy when you really think about it. Like once you really start to uh, understand just how much money you're actually losing on the long run, you start to view things in a very different way. You're like, what's going on here? Or like, this doesn't seem right. Like, why do I feel like I'm getting screwed constantly every single month and that's the thing like you basically are feel free to share this with someone who like needs to see something like this because you gotta be careful when it comes down to student loans and if you don't make the right choice in your life when it comes to student loans you could put yourself back like 10 plus years right so you gotta be really careful with this and again if you need help with mastering your money go to 40inbox.com and learn the secret to mastering your money so you could get out of debt build an emergency fund and start investing to change your future and build a strong financial foundation. Peace out. Hey, this podcast is sponsored by our personal finance courses. So if you have problems with mastering your money and you need help, go down below and learn how to master your money. And this is a plan that anyone of any income level can follow. It is simple and easy to follow for any income level in any situation and is very straight to the point. And if you want to learn how to make money online, go down below as well. And we'll see you in future episodes.